We're back, administrative static, and we're here with Clegg Ivey, who is running NCLA's King George III Prize. And Clegg, uh, our, we, we're saying goodbye to some uh, bureaucrats who didn't make the cut. Is there anyone else notable uh, that you think we should talk about? Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, I think we all expected Janet Yellen, uh, Secretary of the Treasury, uh, to have advanced to the elite estate, and yet she was bested by uh, FBI uh, agent Elvis uh, Chan. Uh, I, and I, I think especially considering what happened at the beginning of the tournament um, with the uh, Silicon Valley Bank uh, and a lot of that FDIC stuff, I, I just and, and with the, uh, the, the Treasury squarely in the crosshairs, I assumed that that was going to carry her further into the, into the competition. So we say a tearful <laughs> a tearful goodbye, tearful only uh, because I would have liked to have seen her get more uh, 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 more uh, uh, jeers heaped on her. So, something tells me she'll have a chance next year because maybe people were taking us seriously that this is about 2022 conduct. Right. And so they said, we're not going to hold 2023 against her until next year's contest. Well, that might also explain why we're uh, we're saying goodbye to Richard uh, Trumka over at the at the CPSC. So this is this is technically the assault on our gas stoves started in December, but it didn't really hit the news, and it didn't people really didn't start hearing about the it. The fire didn't take off. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> the pilot light really didn't get lit. You know, one of the things, but but you you point out here is that uh, this decarbonization that no one will vote for. And the express preference of people who actually do things is to want gas stoves and gas cars and all these things. And the bureaucrats don't like the, the express preference of the American people, and they're going against them with the power they have. You know, it, it, it's true. It's true, John. And you've got uh, you go back to a president uh, a couple of presidents ago uh, who didn't get what he wanted uh, out of Congress and said, well, we can't wait on this. I've got a pen and a phone. I'm just going to have my executive branch move forward without that pesky legislature who just seems to take their time and listen to those darn people. The people are so annoying, John. I know. I've heard that. Um, so what what are other themes you see about who's advancing and who's not? Well, there's one very clear theme here, and that is that the, the, the leaders of the censorship industrial complex uh, are well represented here in the elitist eight. Um, uh, Gavin Newsom, with his attempt uh, to gag uh, doctors, uh, and, and of course Elvis Chan with the uh, with with the social media censorship, and Rob Flaherty. So three of the elitist eight are censors. They're people that have violated the First Amendment uh, very clearly with their uh, with their government attempts by the government to shut people up, to deplatform people, uh, and to basically stop us from talking. And John, you know that if if they can stop us from saying a thing. They can stop us from thinking the thing. And that is the that's the, the, the biggest they, danger they of all. They think that's going to happen, yeah. But they can certainly um, stop it from uh, entering the public square. Right. I'll tell you another trend that I noticed is that uh, many of the female uh, uh, bureaucrats have fallen off the scale here. We had, I think, four out of the 16 in the last. But there's only one out of the elitist eight here. Margaret Cook is is uh, uh, holding... Uh, the fort all by herself uh, in this in this round uh, of voting. I don't know that there's anything to read into that uh, other than uh, you know, people didn't uh, didn't dislike Erica Williams, Lena Khan, and Janet Yellen enough to advance them. But uh, 
that, that did well, jump out at me. I have always said about Janet Yellen is that she does all these things, but she never looks happy about it. <laughs> so you don't, you know, it doesn't, you said that Merrick Garland was gleefully doing things. I don't think Merrick Garland has done anything gleefully in his life. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. It's, he doesn't really have the visage of a gleeful man. Does he? <laughs> exactly. And I think, I think it's helped Janet a little bit, <laughs> Janet Yellen, because she doesn't look like she's enjoying her actions. <laughs> Whereas I have a feeling, so, I mean, I certainly thought uh, Cordray and Trumka are, they seem like they're enjoying it. Right. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Well, in, in the, you know, in, in, in past years, there has been, uh, there have been, uh, there have been more women in the, uh, in the elitist eight and in the flagrant four. Um, and some of those folks that did advance were in the original rounds this year. I mean, you, 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 you saw Gretchen Whitmer who just got, got beat by Gavin Newsom. You know, and you saw Janet Coit uh, of, of Noah Fisheries and, and Rochelle Walensky, who actually was in the uh, in the finals last year. Right. So, you know, from year to year, you never can tell. Um, and it, it, and of course, Nina Witowski won in the, right. the first year of this. So. The very first year to three years ago, uh, she was the we had that year. You recall, Mark, we had uh, a bracket for the federal uh, nominees and a bracket for the state nominees. And Nina Witowski uh won the federal bracket and i believe it was governor cuomo who won the state bracket. Remind former people, governor cuomo. remind yeah. people who <laughs> nina wakowski is nina wakowski was uh before rochelle walensky uh was the director of the cdc uh and the architect of the uh the architect of of course um the eviction moratorium and uh, and and many of these horrible cdc policies that rochelle walensky was and i'll use mark's term here gleefully willing uh, to extend. Yeah, she signed the order for the nationwide eviction moratorium. I think she may have been acting director or something like that. I'm not sure she yeah. was ever. I just called her the architect, but that may yeah. be, it may, it may be that she was the one who had to put pen to paper at the mo at the critical moment. And so we, uh, so that's, who, that's, that's, what what a, that's what accountability looks like. Yes, it is. Your name gets uh, advanced. So we have the censorship aspect. Is there any other aspect you've noticed besides censorship? Well, I will say that there's a, uh, we talked about the gas earlier. You were talking about express preferences. And if you look at, uh, you know, Trumka and uh, of the CPSC, that's the guy who came after the gas stoves and Regan of the EPA, these, it's too bad that these uh, gentlemen had to go against each other because there is this, these two gas bags, these two <laughs> really anti-gas bags, right? <laughs> Not knowing it to listen to them. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too, it's too bad that the one had to knock the other out because I think there is, if you, you know, if you, if you look at that, uh, and then you look at OSHA. Um, these are there's a there's a bit of a major questions uh, doctrine angle here. There's agencies who have decided that it's okay for them to just ignore uh, any delegation from Congress and 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 make new law that isn't just new law. It isn't just different, but it changes a massive uh, uh, segment of the of American economy and the American uh, 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 social political um, you know, uh, scene. And there's also, I think, the the whiplash effect of some of this because it wasn't five or six years ago where America has had dropped its greenhouse gases much faster than any other nation in the world, in the developed world, because they were getting away from coal to gas and the drop in the in the greenhouse gases uh, was enormous for America, more advanced than anyone. China, India, they're all going up and we dropped below, I think, even Germany. Um, and now gas is the enemy that created this huge drop off. It's really amazing. It, it changes like that. And I, and I think that is some of the head spin that these bureaucrats are able to do because Congress, um, you know, they say the Senate cools the cup and, and 
they they would think about this a little bit more. But these folks, they don't have to think about anything. They just have to give you uh, notice and comment in so sixty days. To... Yeah, we need something to cool the administrator's cup. Yeah, and and, and it's uh, I, I agree, and I think the people maybe you know maybe the American people aren't a hundred percent clued in on all of the specifics of sort of the constitutional law that, 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 that forms the suits that we bring. Um, but they know when something is rotten in Denmark, they can smell the rotten fish and they are, uh, and, and they look to uh, firms, uh, they look to folks like the NCLA to fight for them uh, when they know something is wrong and they just don't know exactly how to put it. Uh, and, and I think that's another theme that runs through all of this. These are, these are bureaucrats uh, in some cases, high ranking in other cases, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, Rob Flaherty, Elvis Chan, even Richard Cordray, these are not household names. These are not the heads of organizations. These are not the heads of agencies, but they have so much outsized impact. They have- well, well, and you mentioned the smell, which which brings us uh, uh, to the point that the elite estate will be cut down to, is it the fragrant four? <laughs> Or no, <laughs> the flagrant, flagrant, oh, flagrant, flagrant, flagrant. Four. that's right. Which can also refer to odor. I yes, suppose. absolutely. And they, they will, be, you know, they will be a, a, a malodorous group, whoever makes it uh, to the lead estate. Now, you know, I don't know if you, uh, gentlemen, looking at these, uh, um, looking at this bracket, if you can make any predictions, but I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't sell Richard Cordray short. No, I, I have voted for him every round. He will have my vote again. I, uh, I think that, that he is a recidivist in terms of, federal overreach. And uh, I, ho- I hope he advances. I hope others will vote for him as well. But but that uh, that would be my prediction. I'm glad to hear he got a lot of votes in the last round. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know how uh, Michael Regan of the EPA is going to get past Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, uh, he just went on a big red state tour where he went around to a bunch of other states uh, and to try to convince them that, hey, look at what's happening in California. Don't you want more of that? And I as but, far as I can tell, the answer was no. But, you know, the <laughs> no. problem with that is, is that he's well known and he's kind of offensive, but he is elected and he's going around doing things. Some some things that are in his government power, they're just bad. It's not the same. In my view, in my view, it's not the same as the bureaucrats who nobody knows going and doing it. So I think that he's going to draw votes, but it may not be for administrative state overreach it may be you know because he's smarmy I mean, it's, it's, you never know with him well you know we don't force people to explain their vote we just <laughs> let them vote and so uh, he may so i just think that those those headwinds are going to carry him uh into the flagrant four um i don't know who's going to win but as between elvis chan and margaret that's R. a Cook. tough one that's yeah. a tough matchup yeah and actually I, merrick garland rob Flaherty's a tough matchup too I, I don't think it's supposed to be tough. I don't think we expected it to be, but based on the voting that came in, I think Merrick Garland's got a, a real battle if he wants to make it to the flagrant four. And I'm sure he does, Mark. I'm sure he would, you know, he's well, probably he, he, the other he thing needs about to call Mar- all of his enemies and make sure they vote. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because the other thing about Merrick Garland, like I said, he sort of got this Eeyore aspect of him, whereas Flaherty <laughs> just says horrible things in every email. He's just a mean. <laughs> Yeah, that discovery in the in the in the, in the lawsuit has revealed that uh, he is uh, he is the queen of mean. <laughs> let me tell you, absolutely. All right, any final words? Just I, I'm just really excited about getting people uh, out to vote uh, for the King George the Third Prize. We're going to announce uh, uh, the flagrant four is next. That's coming in a couple of weeks, and then uh, on June one, we'll be announcing the actual winner at uh, an awards ceremony that we're calling. I hope you guys will like this: the good, the bad, and the Georgies. And so uh, we're going to give everybody a, a piece of our mind and uh, announce our winner on June 4th. Uh, yeah. 
So we're pretty excited about that. We look forward to it. We'll probably have you back the next time there's a vote. And thank you very much, Clay. Always a pleasure. We'll be right back.